session. We fought and fought and fought and couldn't be more proud of that. We did make some mistakes. Uh, stuff that we had prepared for uh, that we didn't accomplish, but then there was times when we did everything perfectly. So it's, it's, it's a learning process, but I'm proud of the fight for sure. That's Iowa coach Fran McCaffrey. Leading scorer Chris Murray missed the second straight game with a leg injury. Point guard Aaron Eulis also missed the game with a hip injury. You don't beat yourself up over one play. Uh, we got a couple guys doing that. We got a couple guys that are beating themselves up because they didn't think they played well. We have good players. We have terrific people. You stay positive with them. And, and, and you grow and you understand what this league is. It's all about competitive games like this, and uh, we'll be better for it. Patrick McCaffrey had a career at 24 points. His late three tied the game in regulation, and desperation three in overtime rimmed out at the horn. Our defensive execution down the stretch needs to be better, and, and, and I think, you know, we did. We just made a couple mistakes. There was a couple scouting report things that, that we knew going in that, that, that we screwed up, myself included, multiple times, and, you know, um, it's just something that uh, we learned from moving forward, and that's all we can really do, go back, watch the film, and come back ready to work tomorrow. Iowa is now 7-3. and three. The men's basketball team is off until Saturday when they play Southeast Missouri. The Iowa State men's basketball team opened the second half by outscoring McNeese State 15-0. The 20th-ranked Hawkeyes, or the 20th-ranked Cyclones, that is, rolled to a 77-40 victory in Ames as they bounce back from a loss to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Certainly uh, a performance we're not proud of, um, and especially in, in, in a rivalry. Um, but you know what you can do is you can learn from it. You can not let it happen again. You can get back to the practice court and you can work. And our guys have done that. I've uh, been proud of how they've done that each and every day. And they had great intent and uh, came in with a focus. And um, that was the challenge we had, and they stepped up. That's ISU coach T.J. Otzelberger. Jazz Koontz had 21 points as the Cyclones improved to 8-2. and two. We're always trying to figure out offensively ways we can be more effective, ways the ball can move better, uh, everybody can be more involved. Um, you know, so those are things that we'll continue to discuss and, and practice and work on. And I still think, you know, even though, you know, we're, we're whatever, a month and change into the season, it's still eight new guys and, and meshing everybody together. So there's some of that that we're still working on offensively as well. The Cyclone men are off until next Sunday's game against Western Michigan. Also yesterday, the Iowa State women were in action, racing out to a 20-7 lead at the end of one as the 10th-ranked Cyclone ladies rolled to an 84-50 win over Jacksonville in Ames. ISU coach Bill Fennelly. I'm really, really proud of the effort of our team today. Uh, obviously, after the way we played the other night, I thought we practiced great leading up to this game, and uh, I thought defensively we were really good. So. Great to get everyone in, great to be back home, uh, great way to get into final exam week. So uh, really pleased, and uh, uh, now it's time for them to focus on school. Ashley Jones had 22 points and 10 rebounds as the Cyclone women bounced back from that loss to Iowa. We have a lot of ability on our team. The challenge is, are we willing to do the hard stuff after disappointment, after a tough practice? Today we were willing, and uh, uh, the result uh, was a good one. And the double-double for Ashley Jones was the 53rd of her career. And Stephanie Soares had 28 points and had eight rebounds for Iowa State in the win for the Cyclone Twister Sisters, who are now 7-2 and two on this season. The Cyclone women's next game is against number 25 Villanova on the road there on December the 18th, which is coming up this Sunday. 
And over the weekend uh, for college football in the NCAA Division Three semifinals, Wartburg gave it a great go and putting uh, Mountain Union to the test. But the 13-time defending national champions, or 13-time national Division Three champions, came out on top over the Wartburg Knights in the NCAA Division Three football semifinals, 34 to 31. Mount Union ends up with the victory over the Wartburg Knights. Also over the weekend, let's kind of recap what uh, happened in some of our area uh, basketball and uh, wrestling tournaments that we had over the weekend. At Clarion Goldfield Dows, boys and girls fell to Garner Hayfield Ventura. The Cardinals winning the girls game 63-49 and the boys game going en route of GHV over CGD 58-55. Dyke New Hartford took care of uh, third-rated center pointer Urbana, top-rated Wolverine 71-52 in girls hoops and center pointer Urbana beat Dyke New Hartford though in the boys game 70-54. to and also in wrestling over the weekend, congratulations to the Applington Parkersburg Grundy Center girls wrestling team. They win the Keith Rye Invitational team title as they defeat AGWSR 37 to 34 points. Iowa Falls Alden third with 20 points on the boys' side for the Keith Rye Wrestling Tournament at Parkersburg. It was Don Bosco claiming the team title. Crestwood of second. Claring Goldfield Dows was third. Dighton Hartford fourth. Charles City fifth. AGWSR sixth. And Applington Parkersburg Grundy Center was seventh on the boys' side. Hampton Dumont Cal wrestling team, the boys wrestling team had a very tough Johnston tournament against, of course, Class 3A competition. Southeast Polk was the winner. Bettendorf second. Hampton Dumont Cal finishes 11th. Waverly Shellrock, by the way, was fourth in that tournament. Nashua Plainfield tournament saw Wilton, the team champion. Nashua Plainfield Huskies, a close second. And from our listening area, taking a look at uh, some of the competition there, out of 16 teams, West Fork uh, or BCLUW was uh, eighth. And at West Fork was 15th. Seidel Tournament, Iowa Falls Allen finishes 7th. I-35 Turo was the winner of the Seidel Tournament. And North Butler Clarksville places 7th at the Ogden Tournament, a dual tournament in which the Bearcats lost to uh, a group called the All-Stars, 50. 2 to 24 is what I'm told here. They also lost to Carroll, 54 to 30, and Ogden beat the Bearcats, uh, 43 to 42. But North Butler Clarksville did defeat Gilbert, 45-34, and East Sac County uh, was a victim of North Butler Clarksville's 34 to 30 or 39 to 34. But uh, North Butler Clarksville placing seventh at that tournament at Ogden over the weekend. The Clarksville boys basketball team is heading in the right direction. Last week, the team matched the win total from a year ago, now 2-2 two and two on the season. The Indian boys have alternated wins and losses this year with wins over Rockford and Don Bosco and losses to Iowa star favorite Dunkerton and Waterloo Christian. Head coach Eric Crandall says it's an experienced group with great leadership at Clarksville. A lot of good things early in the season here. We've been working really hard in practice, and a lot of the guys have been around for a while with me, so it's kind of... Gained some confidence, and we looked pretty good on the floor. Struggled against Duncan in quite a bit, but I think most teams in our conference will. And then we had a tough one against Waterloo Christian, but in general, like our offense is, is up and looking pretty good. we got to get better defensively, but 2-2 two and two at this point, obviously compared to the past, is, is a good step, and uh, we're looking forward to keep building. The Indians have benefited from having four returning starters and numerous returning bench players back from last year's team. A key to Clarksville's bounce back has been the play of junior guard Eli Schmidt. He's the team leader in scoring with 16.5 a game on 50% shooting and has collected nine steals through the first four games. Crandall says Schmidt's versatility causes problems for opponents. Eli is a tough matchup. He can hit. He's getting some confidence on the outside shots, especially at practice, and he's, he showed that last night too. He's able to hit threes. Uh, but he can also handle, and his mid-range game is 
outstanding. Like he can get into the free throw line area from all around the court and, and hit that shot. And, and teams aren't used to defending that anymore. It's usually, you know, they, they deal with post players and they deal with three point shooters. So a guy that can hit the in between shot is tough matchup. And he's been hitting that shot for three years. And the Indians are 1-2 and two in conference play. They'll host Tripola coming up tomorrow, and they play at Riceville this Friday. Again, Clarksville boys basketball 2-2 two and two on the season right now. Some high school hoops going on tonight for a Monday. Belmont Clemmy at home against Algona, Bishop Garrigan. Of course, Garrigan has the number one girls team in the state coming into Belmont this evening. Some high school wrestling, ACGC, is going to be uh, at the Sadell Tournament as they'll continue down there. And uh, high school bowling. Grundy Center hosting Benton. And men's college basketball over on KQCR. You can tune in Northern Iowa men. They are hosting South Florida at 7 o'clock tonight from the McLeod Center. Pre-game 6.30. Also at 6.30 tonight here on KLMJ. It's the Cyclone Coaches Corner talking Iowa State sports. I'm Dwayne Carson's reporting for KLMJ. KLMJ, radio on the go. Hi, welcome to U.S. Cellular.